and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry, and with me is my co-host, Kirsty Logan. Hi. Hi. And today... Well, welcome to season three. Yes, I was going to say today sorry. is the start of season three. <laughs> Why do you have to always talk over me? <laughs> so sorry. Oh, such a manspreader. <laughs> it's season three. <laughs> today we are starting season three. How exciting. Oh my God. Who would have thought we would have made it to a third season? Certainly not me. <laughs> no, I thought we would have got bored of this a long time ago. Certainly not our mums. And yet our love grows each day. I love that we started out this season with a minor argument. <laughs> <laughs> Start as we mean to go on. And we decided to launch our season three. We were going to go back to our girl, CBC. Mm-hmm. Caroline B. Cooney, the queen of our hearts. We love her so. I thought you said queer of our hearts. These actually aren't very queer, these books. No. I feel like other books are queerer. Yes. Have more queer subtext. I mean, this one's certainly queer in the traditional sense <laughs> of uh, what the fuck. Of a fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so we are doing The Stranger. <gasps> and it's pretty strange. Yeah. Tell me about this cover. I mean, where to start? <laughs> I mean, do you look at this cover and think, what a fitty? Why is... <laughs> I... Why is he under ice? So there, hmm. the whole background is an icy floor. And it's oh, like yeah. someone's, oh, like so an iced up windscreen and someone's rubbed a hole in it. Okay. And through the hole with some really badly photoshopped icicles hanging down, you can see a man's face uh, coming out of some rock. Screaming, maybe? Screaming, or maybe lunging in for a kiss. And drooling ice. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, that's a completely accurate representation of what's going to happen in the book. Mm. So we can't judge it for being incorrect. Mm-hmm. We can only judge it for being fucking awful. Um, and then it says, the stranger in sort of like the monsters font <laughs> in red. Um, and what's that say in the bottom right corner? It says he's, he's not, not like, like all, other the guys, other guys. all the other guys. Well, he certainly he fucking certainly is not. Isn't, he other... certainly isn't like the other. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to point out about this book is that it cost me 40p. Oh, lovely. Which I'm quite uh, proud of. Can't get much for 40p these days. Well, you can get you can get yourself a copy of The Stranger. <laughs> is it worth it, though? I think so. I mean, 40p is not even a fucking Mars bar. How much is Mars bar? It's like 60p. Oh, wow. Yeah, chocolate bars are expensive now. Yeah. Yeah. So, should we dive straight into this book? <laughs> should we spelunk into this book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no, need, there's no need for I've that. I've always found the word spelunk gross. It's in the book, isn't it? Probably. Is that why you're saying it? I don't think it is, but doesn't it mean... I think it is in the caves, book. Caves, like How when you go into a that? cave. It does. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, but if you didn't... Anyway, I think that's anyway. wild. So, The Stranger is about Nicoletta Storms, because that's a name. That's she a sounds, name that a person would have. She sounds very much like a 90s Playboy model. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or a gladiator. Definitely gladiator. Definitely. Oh, maybe she could do both. With she... that body. Ooh. You think? Ooh. So we get the the handle on Nicoletta pretty early because on page one it says but Nicoletta had not expected her entire life to be chilled by the drafts of January. <laughs> to which I was like, CBC, you're back Hi. with your overdramatic heroines. <laughs> we we missed, missed you. you. <laughs> I love it. All the all the CBC heroines are like, if a bad thing happens, they're dead. What their life's over. What a perfect start to season three, though. That is just occurring at the start of Feb. Mm-hmm. Chilled by the drafts of January. Do you feel chilled by the drafts of January? I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, you are I right by it. the window. Yes. It's cold today. <laughs> it did snow earlier. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, she's also an old soul, as a lot of CBC heroines are. I feel like, I don't want to uh, conflate the author and the character, but I feel like CBC kind of writes herself into yeah. all these characters. Because they're always into, like, old stuff. Mm-hmm. And so... Nicoletta wishes that she lives in Laurel's Ingle, Laura Ingalls Wilder time, mm. like a pioneer time. I don't understand why. Because she likes being cold and hungry? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. She sounds like this kind of girl who would really enjoy a blanket on her knees. Mm, like yeah. one of those little tiny blankets. Yeah. La- a lap blanket. Plate of cheese and a blanket over her knees. Who doesn't like that? That's true. You and CBC would be the best of fucking friends. Oh my god. <laughs> We so would. You'd write insane stories because together. Because she's like old-fashioned and melodramatic, but then she's also got a, like a weird dark side. Mm. And I feel like I would like that. Do you think you're melodramatic? Yeah. Do you have been sarcastic? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I was talking to my mate the other day. I don't want to like drop any names. I was talking to my mate who'd recently met another of my mates when I wasn't there. And so I said, oh, how did you get on with him? Um, he's he can be a bit odd, but he's nice. And he went, oh, do you think? And I went, oh, was he not weird? That's good, because sometimes he can be weird. And he was like, no, I was fucking kidding. He was super weird. Are all your friends weird? Why are they like this? <laughs> I last week met my friend Andy's new girlfriend in Berlin. And on the way to the restaurant where we were going to meet her for brunch, he said, yeah, yeah, I've told her a bit about you guys. I've wondered about you. And I was like, um, I beg your pardon. He went, no, I just said that you've got no filter. And I was like, how? fucking dare you and then in the middle of brunch I said something obscene so I was like fair play <laughs> See, it wouldn't occur to me to do that but then I wonder if I'm also like that mm. but see I don't I think when people say no filter quite often what they mean is that they're rude because yeah. I think you and I don't have a filter but we're not rude to people no we just probably say things about ourselves and our lives that most people would say yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't obscene it was potentially inappropriate for the lack of familiarity maybe Mm. yeah Yeah. I sometimes text people things and then think I shouldn't have done that because I don't really know them and I just made a really weird joke (laughs) and they probably won't like it oh well (laughs) what are you gonna do well so let me tell you about Nicoletta Nicoletta Storms she has extremely blonde hair and very green eyes we meet her where she's talking to her music teacher Ms. Quincy, and she tells Nicoletta that she's cut from the Madrigals, which is a choir, for the new girl called Anne Louise. Is not 
It's not. It's not a madrigal choir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you a, sound like you're in a madrigal choir. Like a, I'm going to Google it right now. Is it not like a really old style of singing? Yeah, it's like medieval style, isn't it? They fucking Madrigals. love it, don't but they? But wasn't this in another CBC? I feel like it was, somebody, actually. Wasn't it um, Mary... Mary? That's not right. Not Mary Louise. What was her name in Twins? Mary uh, Lee. Yeah. Didn't Mary Lee sing in a madrigal choir? I think she did, yeah. But she also shared a ski slope with the boys' school. I mean, so, who, could, who could live after that? Um, <laughs> I feel like we're on a whole new level of middle class right now. <laughs> I'm slow out of my depth. A madrigal is a secular vocal music composition of the Renaissance and early Baroque eras. Oh, so sorry. Post-medieval. Is, I apologise. Is, is this... <laughs> to you, it's just pastos. Yeah, they're just all fucking pastos, singing from the past. Um, is, this, is this a thing that happens in America? Because I've literally never heard... Like, you wouldn't catch I mean, there was a no British student white dead people in America doing then. This. So why no, are they I mean, bringing their white shit over? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very good point. Well, it's from um, Italy. Oh no, it's quite distinct from the Italian madrigal. Oh, is it? Oh, mm. fucking hell. Okay. We're going to really offend some madrigal fans. Mm. Anyway, there are only eight people in it. So that's oh, the issue here, isn't it? So there we go. So they can only have eight. Now Anne Louise is in and Nicoletta is out. <gasps> Here's how Nicoletta responds to this. So she's got very long extremely blonde hair what she does picture somebody doing this she wraps her own hair around her throat like a rope okay can you imagine someone doing that as you were talking to them you're trying to talk to someone and they take their hair and sort of roll it up and wrap it around their own throat i think i'd probably stop speaking and just be like do you need some sort of assistance do you need a moment is something okay yeah but that's what she does and then she's so upset um, because now she has to sign up for another class because she's not in the madrigals, right? And so she thinks, I'm going to sign up for bomb making or arson. Which is a bit much. I mean, Nicoletta has no chill. Oh, that is true. It, but this is going to come up later. No fucking chill. Yeah. I think she just needs a wee sit down in a quiet place for a little while. So she doesn't make bombs. Instead, she takes an art appreciation class. She doesn't, I found this weird, she, she says, I'm not going to take the current events class because I already watch the news from five to seven every night. That's a lot of news. That is a lot of news. Five to two hours of news every night. Well, they had like that rolling, they had news well, channels they, they didn't in America then. then, didn't they? I don't know, but you Cable. don't have to watch it for two hours every night. I know, Surely. I, w- I wouldn't even sit for like five minutes if mum and dad had the news The on. news isn't on for two hours, is it? Huh? No, but that's what I'm saying. They probably had rolling news channels, like on cable, like we have oh, now. Right. But because we in the '90s did not have cable. No, we didn't. <laughs> we we, had, did, we just watched we, News Round. We had the four channels yeah. that we had in the UK then. It's only time for 15 minutes of news. We could only get Channel Five on the little telly in the kitchen. I still remember when Channel Five started and the Spice Girls Spice were on Girls the other. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was a good marketing idea. That was yeah. So that's well done. True. If the person who came up with that idea is listening. <laughs> Nice one. Don't they all do promotion. like Diet and Pepsi as well? Oh yeah. Hmm. Generation Next. That's it. Yeah. Didn't convince me to drink Diet Pepsi no. or non-diet or any kind. I don't like fizzy drinks. We've already been yeah, to this yeah. today. Well, not on the podcast. Though. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, Pe- people can't actually hear us all the time. I know, I know. It's both a shame and a total <laughs> fucking relief. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, Nicoletta's friends all call her to commiserate. Um, Nicoletta hates being called Nikki because her name's Nicoletta. Um, except when sexy Christo calls her it. Christo. Christo. Oh. 
he's he's the type of person you know some people called Christopher go by Topher or, or Toph or Xander for Alexander oh, I quite like that that's not as bad as Topher isn't it Alexander <laughs> yeah because of Buffy did I like it before that I can't remember who can remember a time before Buffy Topher is pretty rough yeah I don't like that but Christo I've never seen that before um the thing about Christo, he's massive. <laughs> he's very tall and buff. He looks about 25, but actually he's 17. Mm. So that's great now, but when he's 25, he'll look like shit. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know it doesn't. No, it does. Do no. you know I think this? All the people in school who were really attractive and looked old looked fucking shit by the time they were 30. No. Oh, that's how I worked in my school. I mean, I haven't seen most of the people I went to school with because as soon as I left school, I was like, oh, I don't want to see you ever again. And they try and add you on Facebook now and you're like, why would I do that? Oh, yeah, I did that. I did accept some friend requests and then I, after a few weeks of their feeds, I was like, oh, that's why I don't talk to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they're terrible people, just pretty you just change, don't you? Yeah. You just become different. So speaking of becoming different, the next day, Nicoletta goes to art appreciation class. And we meet Jethro. Jethro. I'm going to tell you about Jethro. <clears throat> Jethro. Sorry, let's just stick with the name for a fucking second. I mean, we've already had Nicoletta Storms and Christo, so I wasn't that shocked by Jethro. Jethro is either a scarecrow or an actual member of the 1970s group Jethro Tull. I mean, that's what I thought of. Yeah. My dad went to see them once and then left. Why are they a scarecrow? Because what else is called Jethro? Name? Jethro is a proper West Country like sounding. Do you ever think Jethro? What person, <laughs> what actual human person, is called Jethro? Shall I tell you who's called Jethro? Here's Please Jethro. Do. Can you picture him? This is from the book. He had the most mobile face she had ever seen. <laughs> you can't laugh yet. I'm not finished. Even in the dusk of the quiet classroom, she could see him. I would like you to do this as I'm saying it, please. Okay. She could see him shift his jaw, lower and lift his eyes, tighten and relax his lips. <laughs> Several times he lifted a hand to touch his cheek and he touched it in a most peculiar fashion. As if we were exploring it. I have to say, Heather, you do not look at your hottest right now. As if it belonged to somebody else or as if he had not known until this very second that he even had a cheek. So she thinks this is like Hot. unspeakably sexy. He's sexy. So I want everyone to like, if you can, Go to a mirror right now and just, just do that with your face and think like, do I look at my best right now? Do I look like a stranger would be so in lust with me? Because I don't think so. And he appears to send to spend the whole class doing this. Mm -hmm. So he like constantly moves his face through the whole class. And she thinks it's fucking hot for some reason. I love that the idea that you would go oh he's so hot why his face is just so mobile <laughs> it just moves his face all the time just, oh that jaw just love it just love it so the thing about Jethro he's so strange so different but why oh you'll never guess we'll find out later <laughs> isn't the thing about Jethro the name of a 90s uh, Freddie Prince Jr movie <laughs> <laughs> yes it is I would watch that if the thing is what he is, you'll find out. I just, I don't, I feel like I need to keep this mystery going because you won't guess. I feel like I guess the ending of a lot of books. You can't guess the ending of this. I, did you guess? No. No, I didn't guess. Okay, you'll find out guys, don't worry. So Nicoletta and her friends go, no, just her friends, they go to keyboard. 
which is an ice cream parlour with a keyboard. And can I just read you this bit? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, did you have it? No, but you can read it. I, I mean, yeah, but you can read it. <laughs> they sound like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. They sound like the sort of people who sing on the tube, mm. but like properly like they're in a practice room. Um, for years and years before Nicoletta was even born, it was a long time, um, the high school madrigals had hung out there, singing whenever they felt like it. They sang current hits and ancient tunes. They sang Christmas carols and kindergarten rounds. They sang rock or country or 16th century love songs. In between, they had Sundays, milkshakes or Cokes. I'm sorry, it's not the movie fucking Grease. Yeah, it's not the 50s. It's meant to be the 90s, but it's also not the 90s. It's clearly hell. <laughs> it's clearly my personal hell. I'd be so mad if I was at a fucking cafe and there were people just Fuck singing. Up. Just shut the fuck up. Go to school. <gasps> Sing at your fucking school bit. It's bad enough if you go out for food and then the person at the next table or even the person on the other side of the cafe is talking so loudly that you can hear every single word of their conversation. Yeah. But if they started singing. Eight of them as well. That'd be loud. Oh, shut up. Oh, and carols and stuff. I no. I hate them so much. Oh. So... Nicoletta doesn't go to keyboard, mm. not because she thinks it sounds like hell, but because she wants to follow Jethro. Mm. <laughs> so Jethro goes down a road marked dead end. We're reminded again that he's different. How is he different? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> he walks her back to the road and she sort of verbally diarrheas at him, mm. just tells him a load of stuff that he didn't ask about. He says nothing, by the way. He's basically said no words to her. He's just said, like, let's go back to the road. Yeah. Scintillating conversation. Doesn't really react to the fact he's being followed. No. By a stranger. No. He's just sort of like, how about I walk you home? She's quite measured. She still thinks he's the sexiest thing ever. And then when she gets home, she tells her whole family <laughs> that she met a boy and he's not human. Mm. Which, number one... That's a big conclusion to leap to. And number two, how do they not get more concerned about this? Yeah. Because I would think that my child was having some kind of a breakdown if they said that. But instead, what her dad does... Oh, good God. <coughs> I'm so glad you marked this part. Is... <coughs> um, speaking as the only man in this family, said Nicoletta's father, I want to say that if some girl followed me home walked after me for miles through the woods and told me she had a crush on me and then I walked her all the way back to the main road, I would certainly have been hoping for a kiss. And if instead of throwing her arms around me, the girl fled, well, Nikki, which we already know she doesn't like, I would feel I'd done something incredibly stupid or had turned out to be repulsive close up. I'd want to change schools in the morning. I'd never want to have to face that girl again. So, great message, Dad. So her dad's saying, Nicoletta... Should have fucked him, mate. Should have given it up. Because you were near a man. Didn't even suck his knob or anything. <laughs> didn't even see knob. one nipple. Oh. <laughs> Do you know why I said that? When have I ever said knob? I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was rotten. <laughs> <laughs> suck his knob. That's oh. what I would say. If someone said, will you suck my knob? I'd be like, no thanks, that's rotten. <laughs> I really feel quite ill. Yeah. Like well, gave me acid reflux. He thinks she should have. <laughs> what kind of fucking message is that? Like, gen like wow. Oh, that's the police coming you know, to grab... sirens <laughs> never go by here unless we're recording the podcast. What? Uh, just... I can't believe CBC would even write that. 
Like, come on. I mean, she does write shit parents, but that That's is true. beyond. Then again, I have to point out that she does call her mum mother. Well, that's true, So yeah. they're obviously a weird fucking family. Oh, I don't like mother. him at all. It's dad and mother. <laughs> dad and mother. Well, is it's it dad and mother? Why isn't mom, it mother isn't it? and father? Or mum and dad. Yeah. Or ma and pa. Or mommy and daddy. I remember when I was little, I tried calling my mum by her first name because I knew another little kid who did that to his mum. And uh, my mum's name is Kay. And I just said something like, yeah, I agree, Kay. And she just sort of looked at me in this way that I was like, oh, never doing that again. I still struggle introducing my mum places because I'll say, oh, and um, this is my mum. But then I'll be like, well, you don't have to call her mum. You can call her Eleanor, which is her name. This is my mother, Judy Murray. Yeah. <laughs> she does look like Judy Murray. So much. She also looks like children's author Jacqueline Wilson. Who my mum looks a bit like. It's just a mum well. look. Yeah. Maybe that's why people confuse us, because our mums actually oh, yeah. look quite similar. But we don't actually look similar. No, I don't We think just so have the same colour hair. And are human women. Yeah. That's enough sometimes. We are white women. Yep. <laughs> white women do all look the same. But I have always fair, said that. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, so the next day in class, Christo asks Nicoletta to go to the dance. Christo! I'm sorry, yeah. that's the name of an artist. Like an actual, like living or very recently dead artist. That's Isn't not it? the name of a human person. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a performative name. Christo. Christo. Oh, no, I will not go to a dance with you. I'll call him Crystal. Would that help? <laughs> Just Chris. Cry. Oh. Christ? Christ? I'll call him Christ. <laughs> Christo. So Christ asks her to go to the dance. Um, he, <laughs> she's annoyed. He's going to get her white roses or carnations. He's basic. <laughs> Don't get someone carnations. Yeah. Or roses. Well, what do you want then? Something else. A lilies, but they're for death, No, I hate they? lilies. They make me feel sick. I don't like the smell Oh, wow, that's quite a reaction. <laughs> I know, someone gave us lilies once and I had to give them to the neighbour because I don't, the smell of them, like, I've got hay fever and it, like, gets in my throat. Oh, wow. Poison cats as well. Yes. Well, we haven't got a cat, but maybe I'm a cat. That I've always Plot thought that twist. as well. <laughs> She's a white woman cat. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat them. But I don't know. I like some roses are nice, but I just think that's a lack of imagination. I think if anyone bought me any flowers, I'd be quite grateful. Oh, of course. Like if somebody gave me even the lilies, I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. Because the gesture is very nice. The window. But they, I waited till they'd (laughs) left. The gesture is nice. Yeah. Even if you don't like them. Yes. Yes. Um, But (laughs) he's busy asking her this, but she's distracted. Because she sees a slide of a gargoyle and she thinks, Jethro. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've got to say, if you see a picture of a gargoyle and you think of the boy that you fancy, it's not a good sign. It's not a good time. not a good sign. So after school, she goes down to the dead end road again. She decides that a big rock is watching her and so she whimpers and runs away. (laughs) We're not even at the too stupid to live heroin part yet. That's going to come later. So then she touches a rock face, but then her hand goes in because it's not a rock face, it's a cave. So then she cries, quote, tears of terror. (laughs) It's a cave. So then she goes into the cave for some reason and it's wet and she screams Jethro's name. And I'm not saying (laughs) that we're doing a massive sexy euphemism. (laughs) A massive sex euphemism. That's my band. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah. Okay. I went in my wet cave and cried your name. Yes. Tears of terror. I was a bit afraid because I hadn't been in the cave before. But then I went in and I found myself screaming your name. <laughs> and it was all I could think about. So then what happens? Um, remember she fancies him, right? Christ. Are ready for this? Uh, so then this a stinky monster with uh, warts <laughs> made out of sand. I'm not making this up. This is in the book. And he's got very, very dry hair and flesh that's dripping off his bones. And he absolutely reeks. So she feels <sighs> sick when she smells him. What a babe. <laughs> I'm so wet right now. My cave is wet. Shoves her out and tells her never to come back. Who could it be? I just don't know. He's so different. But I just can't. Put my finger on it. It's dump. Stig of the Dump. <laughs> yeah. It is. Christ of the Dump. So usually Nicoletta tells mother and dad everything, but she can't tell them about, quote, the quiet lane, the staring stone, the straight path, the descending cave, <laughs> or the creature within, because her mind is full of, quote, slippery blackness. Oh, oh. Again, I don't think I'm grasping here. No. By making this a massive sex euphemism. No. I mean, are, we, are all CBC's books about sexually repressed teenage girls? Oh, God, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I just got what the Rock was. Yeah. Oh. So then, at school, Nicoletta cares for nothing. She doesn't care about her classes. She doesn't care about madrigals. She doesn't care about Christo. She only cares about Jethro. He's so different. He's so beautiful. Like a statue. Hmm. Interesting. That's Why weird, would she, isn't it? So weird. Why would she describe him as being like a statue? And he looked like that gargoyle, didn't That's he? So Which weird, is isn't it? made out of stone. I just, I don't know. I can't put the pieces together. So then she touches <laughs> his hand. Oh my God, I love this so much. She touches his hand and he spends the entire class looking at his hand. <laughs> the entire class, which presumably is 50 minutes to an hour. He stares at his own hand. See, you just stared at your own hand for five seconds, and that feels like long. a long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know long. all there is to know about that hand. It's a long time. See, I always think it's weird. You know, people say I know it like the back of my hand. I don't know if I could pick the back of my hand out of a lineup because I don't really look at it. Well, that would much. you? Would you be attached to it? Well, yeah, <laughs> so then it would be easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> but like, if a, it was a photo of a bunch of hands. I'm not convinced I could pick mine. I, I could get mine. I guess I don't have that distinctive hands. I've got a couple of scars from my incredibly sharp Japanese chef's I don't knife. have anything. I do have that lump on my middle finger that almost all writers have from holding a pen oh, yeah. for many, many, many hours. Yeah. See a big lumpy finger. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, thanks for middle finger. I love that. <laughs> so he does that. So essentially he spends one class moving his face. Mm -hmm. He spends one class staring at his hand. Oh, stop it, Kirsty. I'm, I'm just, I'm out of control here. I mean, <laughs> So right. attractive. Our caves are feeling this. I mean, there's two options here. He's fucking glake it, as we say in Scotland. You're looking at me like you don't know that word. I don't know that you word. You don't know glake it. No. Glake it's a great word. It's like, it doesn't really have an English translation, obviously, that's why you use it. But like, kind of brainless. Or Not all there. Not all there, but it doesn't really mean stupid. It just means, like, I always think Glaker is, like, a teenage boy that if you say something to him, he goes, what? Gormless. Gormless would right. be the closest word. Okay. Yeah. So he's either Glaker as fuck, or thick as mince, as I said in another <laughs> episode, or 
he's on serious drugs. Yeah. Or both. Or both. But she thinks it's so hot. Maybe oh on PCP. Just Maybe. like, wow, what has happened to the entire side of my body? Like, <laughs> the boundaries of his whole consciousness have just gone away. I still don't know why she finds it so erotic, though. So anyway, later she goes back to the rock. And uh, they're there together. And Jethro's there. And his eyelids tremble and then close and open wide. Do that a sec. You are on serious drugs right now, heads. <laughs> God, it's making me feel re- weird. Actually, Hang on, I'll just do it. Doing you need it. to make your eyelids tremble. So everyone, tremble your eyelids. No, open them really wide. Oh, it's too much, oh, isn't it? It does make it's you feel a bit strange. Maybe he's trying to get himself high. Um, but the thing is, when he does this, um, makes his eyelids tremble and then closes and opens them wide, she knows that he loves her. Oh, of course. That's obviously. how she knows. Yes. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know. Of course. There's so many pop songs about it. There's no need for words, no need for communication, social touch, pheromones, feelings like that. No, no, no. It's the fucky eye thing. Tonight, listeners, if you want to tell your partner, or maybe even just someone that you've got your eye on, tremble your eyelids and then close them and open them wide. (laughs) Like with that noise. Yeah. (laughs) You look like you're trying to be telekinetic. (laughs) Trying to move that paper. (laughs) So then he says... You can see why she fancies him so much, because obviously it's his actions are so sexy. And also the things that he says, like he says to her, you have beautiful hair. I mean, that is charm. Knock me down with a feather. I thought that a chat up line wouldn't work, but that line, Jethro. Do you think he was trying to do Morse code for fuck me with his eyes? work does she know morse code maybe the the squinty eye is the long one and the wide eye open is is the short one dot and dash are the actual names of those yeah maybe squint squinty short one squinty wide squinty squinty wide sos someone's in trouble skippy i don't know so then christo arrives sort of randomly and he shakes jethro's hand but his hand comes away with sand on it (gasps) Sandyman. <laughs> Was that meant to be a joke? Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know if I should politely laugh. You were there. mortified then. I was you were like, like, wow. I, I thought you were going somewhere with it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm done. No, no, that's it. That's it. Um, that's a couple of times I've told you a joke and then I've had to be like, oh, no, that's the end of it. That's the end part. <laughs> I'm done now. Yep, yep, that's it. So then, two hunters come into the cave and they fall into a pit and die. But the stinky Sandman, who could he be? We just don't know. He holds Nicoletta back so she can't warn them. (sighs) Anyway, so then she goes back to school, some stuff about her parents, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. All she cares about is Jethro. Even though she's met him like three times, they've said barely nothing to each other and she knows nothing about him. And he's very sandy and on drugs. Yes. (laughs) It's Do you know... I was even going to make a joke about it, but it kind of sounds like my high school boyfriend. Oh, like, no. Kind of boring, a little bit stinky. Well, just gritty. <laughs> gritty. Oh. Probably on drugs most of the time. No, oh, I never want to be described as gritty. <laughs> How is she? She's a bit gritty, you know? Gritty. She's nice. She's just a bit gritty. A little bit gritty. Just, but just a bit, though. It's a little bit like there was ice on her in the morning and they had to send the lorries around. <laughs> <Just> a wee <laughs> bit like that. 
<laughs> Your new nickname is Grippin. Oh, don't. No, I won't. Grippin? <laughs> what does that say about my vulva? Like, uh, it's not what I was thinking, but thanks. <laughs> cool. Skating over that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicoletta. She can't think about anything else. She doesn't even care about the magicals anymore, obviously. Um, all I mean, she... that's, that's a positive. That's well, an improvement, that's to be honest with All she can think about is the cave. She's just... She can't stop thinking about the cave. She just needs to get inside the cave or maybe take someone else inside the cave with her. Well, no, this is actually what she wants. This is a quote. She wants to go further down, deeper in. <laughs> I'm not... It's from the fucking book. I'm not Caroline. making this up. Day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is as good as the uh, flapsy windows in the tower. Right? I don't think I'm reaching for this innuendo in these books. I can't believe I didn't... Yeah, yeah right. you're so right. I mean, I bet you want to go deeper in, deeper, Nicoletta. Deeper and deeper. Mm. There's a end point <laughs> to that Well, cave. she hasn't found it yet, though. That's true. So she can keep going until she finds it. It's natural human curiosity. Right. So then she goes to the dance with Christo. Nothing really happens at the dance. Afterwards, they drive to the dead end road and Nicoletta dances. Remember Stinky Rock Monster? Yeah. So she dances with Stinky Rock Monster. But what about Jethro? Well, (laughs) let me tell you something. Shock me. Shock me. You won't have seen this coming. (laughs) But Jethro and Stinky Rock Man are the same oh my god right knock me down (laughs) i know (laughs) anyway there you go i just want to sit let that sit for a minute the guy that she fancies is a rock he's not a rock star he doesn't rock (laughs) i was doing devil (laughs) horns with my hand there he's a rock he's made of rock he's he's a rock he's a rock now I can't remember reading this book as a kid, but I remember when we started this podcast, there was chat um, around this book and someone said, oh, like that one where the girl's in love with the rock. And I sort of read it and thought, that's a funny idea. A rock star. And then, yeah, something like that. I would think it meant. And then I read this and I was like, oh my fucking days, she's in love with a rock. Caroline. Not the rock. <laughs> no, yeah, which is understandable. Not the singer, the rock. The singer? The singer. I wish he well, would he sing to me. Well, he does everything, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Caroline, you've lost it, mate. Yeah. The thing is, it doesn't even make it a good book. Because all it means is that they just keep having to go back to the cave. I know. <laughs> which, if it's a euphemism, that does actually quite work. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, she's in love with a glacate boy who's high a lot. And she wants him to go to the cave with her. Hmm. I mean, he is the cave. We've all been there. As well. <laughs> we've all wanted to go to the cave with someone that we probably shouldn't. Mm. But they weren't usually part of the cave. Well, no. Not people the that I The metaphor has got away from me a bit. <laughs> As I feel, perhaps it got away from CBC. Maybe it's a metaphor for masturbation mm, completely. Maybe. maybe Maybe Jethro is her clitoris. Wow. I feel like we need a a cross stitch (laughs) saying Jethro is her clitoris. Jethro is her clitoris. So the news reports that the two missing hunters, remember them, they're missing. She feels bad, but not really that bad, to be honest. Yeah. She's got other concerns, as in her cave. So they are not dead. 
They're, well, they are dead, but nobody knows that yet. They're just missing right okay. now. Uh, she only wants Jethro, but reluctantly she goes to the mall with Christo and also her friends Rachel and Kathy, who I haven't really mentioned before now because they're completely inconsequential to the story, and also Anne Louise. Remember her? Yeah. She was the one who was in the madrigals, and that's why she got kicked out. So then they kind of blandly go to the mall for a few chapters. CBC loves the mall. Yeah, she really does, actually. Unless this is a multiverse thing, and it's the mall from the perfume. Well, yeah, let's go with that. I quite like it. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, although I don't think it is, actually. So then she goes home. She obsesses about Jethro for a bit because he's got these sandy hands and this granite face. Mm. <laughs> what a babe. What a babe. So then she goes out into the snow to find him. Um, she's really cold, though, um, because she won't wear a hat because she wants Jethro to see her hair. <laughs> don't know why I said it like that. Once, I want to show her my hair. It's like really long and really blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that voice before. <laughs> just made it up. Just I like, was about to mock her, but then that's why I don't wear hats. Oh, pal. A lot of the time because you it wanker. fucks my hair up. Also, oh. I, I really look... You can't see my hair in a hat, and I look like I've got leukemia. I've not got a face that can pull off not having any hair. Do you know my mum, Mama Logan, you don't have to call her mum, you can call her Eleanor, she has that problem as well, because mm -hmm. she has a similar haircut to you, like a pixie cut, and she's a very beautiful, elegant woman, and as soon as she puts a hat on, she it looks... looks like a mushroom. Oh, does not look good. Yeah, I've got the all. same problem. Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, tilt a hat on the back of my head. But also, I've got the head of a fucking child. Like, I have to have... You do have a small head. I have a, a to peed, have... <laughs> as you can say. I have to have kids' snowboarding helmets. <laughs> which it makes it cheaper and so much more embarrassing. I had to have a kid's fucking... Um, what's it called? Go-karting helmet in India. <laughs> it was so lame. Um, but yeah, I can so fit kids' glasses on, actually. There's, there's almost no room for a hat back <laughs> my tiny pea hat. You need a small, a very small hat. God, yeah, it's rough times. I didn't really wear hats, but now I've got a bob, I can wear a hat because mm. you can see the hair. Yeah, so I might get like, a wig just to put on under any hats. Just stitch the hat onto the wig. <laughs> that always looks great, yeah. So you're Nicoletta. So the other thing about Nicoletta is she could wear earmuffs, but she would, quote, rather die. I feel wet that way about earmuffs. You'd rather die. <laughs> you would rather die. Than wear earmuffs. No, maybe not them. It's cold. They wouldn't fit on my head. It's cold and your hair doesn't cover your ears. I'll just wrap my scarf up to the mm, very top. Right then. I've really noticed it lately because I've, although I have got a bob, I've got an undercut and see because it's been so cold lately and the wind goes on the back of my head. <laughs> I'm doing your taking the piss out of David voice. <laughs> the wind on the goes back on of my, my head. head. <clears throat> anyway, let's get back to Nicoletta. So then she's cold, but, you know, she would have to die if she wore earmuffs. So she has this rambling conversation with Jethro, and we find out his backstory. He's a pasto. Oh, no. <laughs> Stony pasto. <love> <laughs> He's Fucking a hell. cave pasto. <laughs> Worst <laughs> He's... type. <laughs> He's a pilgrim. Yep. From... So he's English? Mm, I guess he is, yeah. He's from Laura Ingalls Wilder time, like she wanted to be, uh, right? And he sacrificed himself to the cave to save his dad. Uh, you see, that's his story. Because, sure, we've already accepted that he's a rock, so... Have we accepted accept it? I haven't moved past it. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. Well, 
You're going to have to be. <laughs> so then Christo arrives with a TV van because he wants to kill the rock man. Remember, he saw her dancing, saw Nicoletta dancing with the rock man. Oh, yeah. Of he course. didn't know it was Jethro because why the fuck would you think that? <laughs> <laughs> so he's come to kill the rock man. Nicoletta, to stop him, fully jumps in front of the van. Her leg is broken so badly that the splintered bone is sticking out. So it's fucking broken. It's like properly broken. That is, it can't get much more broken than that unless it gets fucking snapped off, I suppose. So she still manages to have a conversation. No problem, really. Okay. Good pain control. I mean, she's tough as shit. Well, that is cheap. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So she won't wear a hat <laughs> and she cries because she put her hand in the cave, but she can have her leg so badly broken and just be chilling. Because of love. Doesn't say that. Because of the power of love. Oh, Jesus Christ. It is power ballad right there. So then she's in the hospital. Oh, this is so awful. The madrigals all visit her and they sing obnoxious songs, which genuinely full-on go, folderol. Foldery, which oh I always thought God. was a joke. I thought that was like a thing that you say to take the piss out of like folk singers. I didn't realize it was a real song. <laughs> Folderol, foldery. Fuck off. He's already in hospital. Why are you making it worse? It sounds like an animaniac song. <laughs> it, it would be better, I think, if it was an animaniac song. I will say this North Americans love all that pasto shit. Like, when I was living in Toronto, people always used to go to, um, fucking what's it called it's like a like a medieval like jousting thing oh what's it called oh medieval times medieval times yeah and they'll be like oh my god you want to come to medieval times and i'll be like no it's the weekend (laughs) what would you go on the weekday why would well no but i would at least be getting out of work oh i see but like i'm not going to on my weekend. On your own time. Do I want to go into the pasto world? Well, I think that's because no. we're more used to pasto stuff. That is true, like, yeah. this flat that we're in is about 100 years old. Ugh. I don't think it's particularly old. Like, I don't think of this as an old building. That is true. It's just a normal building. When I lived in Toronto, they celebrated the 175th anniversary of the city. <sighs> I know. Jesus. I was like, I know people have got windows older than that. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so young. That's true. God, that's young. But yeah, I mean, we frequently will be in buildings that are very old and we won't even think of them as being that old, really. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, just a lot of our cities, obviously, are incredibly old. You wouldn't find Jethro going to medieval times because <laughs> he is a British pastor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he doesn't need to do that shit. <laughs> so then they go and then Jethro comes in and she holds his sandy hand. I still don't get why this is sexy. I still don't get why she fancies him. <laughs> why is he sandy? Why is he sandy? Sand and stone, two quite different. He's made of sandstone? <laughs> He's crumbling away? Why. No, I don't think that's the same thing. Also then, um, the nurse comes in and sees him and screams and is terrified, but then he disappears. He's So he stinks. He's <laughs> sandy. And people run away screaming when they see him. But they didn't do that at school. No, I don't know. So why would they? I don't know. Why any of this, mate? He's a fucking rock. He's a rock. Yeah. If we're talking about why. Yeah. (laughs) True. So then, Nicoletta's kind of fine, apparently, apart from she's got a stucky on her leg. So Nicoletta and friends go to the cave to shoot the rock man. She doesn't really want to, but she sort of is not very clever mm. so she sort of can't talk her way out of it 
Yeah. I think she thinks she's quite clever, but she's not really. She's in love with a rock, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. That's, Come on now. No, I have not. I've <laughs> dated some awful people, but never an inanimate object. No, I dated a rock. <laughs> he had leather trousers. Oh, I could, that really upsets me. Please I don't know. Me Look, you've got to make mistakes so that you can make better choices in the future. My partner now is the greatest of all women who've ever existed. But I had true. to fuck horrible stoner rock boy in leather trousers to get to this point. Oh, God. I mean, I guess I didn't have to. <laughs> it was the path. I could have it just... was on the path. I could have stayed in my cave until I was 29 I and I think we should all stay her. in our own caves <laughs> until we're at least 30. It's like, slay in your lane. Stay, stay in, in your, your cave. cave. <laughs> stay in your vagina cave. Yeah, yeah. It's way safer there. So Nicoletta still hates Anne-Louise for unclear reasons because she doesn't care about the choir anymore so I don't really know why she hates Anne Louise no but she does whatever plot reasons and so she tells her to go in the cave this this metaphor is getting weird oh yeah so maybe she, she they hate hate fucking? loves her I don't know what's happening right now so then Anne Louise is pretty straight because she comes out sobbing <laughs> Go in she the doesn't cave. like the cave. She tried the cave. She doesn't like the cave. At least she like tried. That. You yeah. gotta try. <laughs> she's also she's crawling on her knees. Her kneecaps are all torn because the rock man got her. Um, everyone just sort of ignores her and talks amongst themselves, <laughs> and then they all leave. I find the whole. I don't. I've really struggled to follow a lot of the description in this book. <laughs> Because what she's fundamentally trying to do is describe an impossible thing. And she does it really well sometimes. Like, she says, The hand that closed around her is rasped with the rough edges of stone, which is quite a beautiful sentence. And then she says, But the sob that came from his chest was a child's, which is rubbish. Um, <laughs> but then she's essentially trying to describe a beautiful, <clears throat> if quite um, intellectually dense boy. <laughs> On drugs. <laughs> He's also made a bit of sand, but not entirely. And, and then also shapeshifts and stinks. It's the stinkiness that gets to me. I feel like you can find a lot of things attractive. Not a stone, mate. <laughs> well, no. But it's just, how can you fancy something that you've just said smells so bad that you feel sick? How can you find something that actually is part of a cave? <laughs> like, how can you find that attractive? <laughs> Don't and then, and then, I don't understand how she. I, this is why I don't like fantasy books, really, because I'm like, I don't get what you're fucking saying. It's got no roots in my experience. You know what I mean? Like, uh, give me a bit no, of but something. That's a bad really... fantasy. Good fantasy yeah, is about the real world. Well, I can't fathom a, a sexy part of a <laughs> cave wall. I just don't want. Like, it's not fantasy. Like that's just shit. Dildo coming out of it is like the closest I can think of. Very phallic. <laughs> Or like You're vaginal all about shaped. the penetration today. <laughs> what is that? Please don't that say this. That is not what queer sex is all about. Please don't say things like you're all about the penetration today on a single episode. That's going to go on a cross stitch now. God. It's going to be a badge. Oh. I was listening to an old episode where you said spunk instead of spook. <laughs> and I said that every day was spunk day for you. And I'm sorry I said that. I'm Well, I'm glad that we've... Not done anything similar to that on today's <laughs> start of season three. And you said spelunking. 
I didn't say spunk. Well, well, until now. It's very close. Anyway. Maybe that's why I think it's a while, horrible word. While we're on penises, um, she does say that I like that, that, she that follows... sounds like we're just sitting on penises <laughs> right now. <laughs> she followed a shaft of light, which you always Why'd drag you me up. Why do you always say shaft? <laughs> it's a phrase. It's the way you say it. Shaft. <laughs> you like linger. <laughs> you linger over it. Heather lingers over the shaft. <laughs> wow, you're so about sound bites today. I'm very sorry, Mum. Everyone. <laughs> Fucking hell. She followed a shaft of light. <laughs> it's a phrase. I'm having it. It just is the way you say it. A shaft oh. of light into the cave. Oh, oh well, God. there you go. So she follows the shaft into the cave. Yep. <sighs> so that night, Jethro comes to her garage. <sighs> I don't know what we're doing metaphor-wise now. I've lost track of it. How is he shape-shifting? I don't know. I don't not get I don't it. Know. I don't know. <laughs> so she goes out on her crutches. I've actually used the verb, she crutches out. <laughs> That's in my notes. She crutches so outwards. She crutches out. And she's upset that he won't be at school, so she won't see him. Although, I think she's only seen him at school twice. Yeah. Like, the one time when he was, like, moving his face around, and then the time that he was staring at his hand, mm-hmm. like he was just coming off a massive bender. So I don't know why she's sad that she can't see that anymore. Because she can't... Is He's saying don't come to the cave. Oh, I see. Yeah. So she's like, I will never see you again. Which I don't think that's much of a loss. To be honest with no. Me. You can deal with your cave yourself. Um, so anyway, he hasn't even come to the garage to see her. He's only come to the garage to steal dynamite from her garage. Who's got dynamite in their garage? And she tries to explain it away like, oh, he was going to blow up some tree stumps and then he wasn't. Whereas, I don't know, can you just leave dynamite just sitting around? I feel like that's a monstrous uh, negligence. It's a bad idea. Dynamite's surely not cheap either. You wouldn't, you would hope not. Although, Wiley Coyote gets quite a lot of it. He does get quite a lot of it. He surely hasn't got money, he's a coyote. But he doesn't pay any rent, so... His he's outgoing. <laughs> I was trying to understand that because I thought you said he's a peeny rant. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is a peeny rant? <laughs> That's like when one of my library ladies called me teeny bash once, which is apparently a Scottish phrase. I've never it's heard like a that. Little, like feisty little thing, I've and I that. I just couldn't fathom what she was saying to me. I was like, a, a, a what? A what now? <laughs> and she was like, oh no, it's just a nickname. And I was like, oh, do you hate me? <laughs> okay then. <clears throat> So then, back at school, no Jethro, boo. Anne Louise quits the Madrigals. Again, we don't really understand why. Because of her um, knees. She's hurt her knees. Yeah, uh, what? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. She doesn't... Oh, does she perform on her knees? Uh-oh. Oh, God. She's Uh-oh. been... Oh. She's been at the cave on her knees. Oh, maybe maybe her and Ms. Quincy had a moment. Maybe that's why she was so afraid of the cave. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Mm. Why are these stories all about horrible sexual abuse? Yeah, because you make them that way. <laughs> Look who's come over with an opinion. Oh, it's Rosemary it's Bennett Logan. Lady Reverend Rosemary Bennett Logan has come over, wagging her bottom. Oh, oh now she's gone, gone back again. to sit Fine. next to the radiator. <laughs> oh, shake your head. Yep, there we go. Have you? Would you love a rock monster, Rosie? Oh, she, she really comes. bounded over them with an opinion. Are you going to love a rock monster? Rock monster. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, "Does the rock monster have a little squeaker inside?" <laughs> then yes, I will love him forever. Oh, anyway, <clears throat> so 
So that means that Nicoletta is back in the madrigals. Great! She doesn't really care anyway. The problem is that Anne Louise wants to go back to the cave. We've all felt that. <laughs> She's afraid of the cave, but she wants the cave. Yeah. I mean, failure. Yeah. <laughs> so they all go back to the cave. I've really started to bullet point this now. They go back to the cave. Jethro blows up the cave with the dynamite that he has. Nicoletta shouts, Jethro! Jethro! And then she whispers, Jethro. <laughs> Christo is completely unfazed. He must be used to her. And he just says, hey, where does that Jethro kid live? Oh my so God. So here we go. Jethro! Jethro. And then you go, oh, hey, where's, where's Jethro <laughs> don't know why I'm thinking of the name Jethro right now because certainly nothing has happened but I'm just wondering where that man lives whose name I'm just saying for the first time in this conversation right <laughs> that would be like if I because they don't know why the cave is connected to Jethro so that would be like me randomly shouting the name of like a vague acquaintance so you know me being like Jane 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 does anyone know where Jane lives <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Uh, so you know then, who I fancy hanging out with? Jane, for some reason? I don't know why I'm thinking about Jane. So then they drive away. Um, <laughs> and while they drive away... No, it's not. It's tragic. I'm not laughing. Nicoletta cradles a grain of sand <laughs> in her palm. <laughs> the end. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> CBC. Love. <laughs> You've, we're, usually we're so on board. Usually we're so on board. I will say there are a couple of bits I really, really liked. Um, we didn't mention she's got a sister, Jamie. But at one point she wants, um, Jamie wants something off Nicoletta. And she says, tell me everything or I'll never let you sleep. I'll borrow all your clothes. I'll get a parakeet and keep the cage over your bed. <laughs> I did like that. quite a good insult. That was good. Threat, sorry. Um, and then also about Jamie. I thought this tiny bit of characterization. When she's dealing with actual humans, she's a yeah, usual good self. Yeah, I just kind of wrote Jamie out because she sort of had no consequence to the story. Yeah, she's quite boring. But it says this. Jamie, who always preferred regular programming. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I feel like she would be way more fun. Like, if I had to hang out with anybody from this book, it, it would be Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Parakeet above your bed. Also, um, this fucking line is amazing. Her smile opened again, like a zipper separating her face halves. <laughs> I also Caroline. picked that out for the stupid prose section. I think that's one of the worst that I've ever seen. Her f also, face her face halves. Your mouth isn't halfway up your face. No. It's quite far down your also, face. Also, if you said face half to me, I would think left and right. So then mm -hmm. the smile would have to be up through the middle of your eyebrows. Yeah. Which is unusual. But even if it, even if it meant the midpoint, that's mm. not where your mouth is. No, that's... She's got a big chin or a very small forehead. <laughs> She's Jay Leno. <laughs> even his is not half. His chin isn't half his face. Oh, I bet he's. I bet the ratio is not far off. <laughs> so, a, a plot hole. Number one, why do, this is a Twilight thing as well, why do ancient vampires slash pasto rock men 
go to school? Yeah. And also, why can they enrol in school? Can you just turn up at school with, like, no documents and just be like, I want to go here? In the Point Hire universe, absolutely. That's absolutely what you can do. Okay. Because they do that quite a lot. Mm, they do, They just yeah. sort of randomly enrol in school. And I feel like, surely you need some kind of ID. I love that they're always like, oh, I want to experience what it is to be a real human. Well, do any of the... Eat some food, go travelling. Don't go to join school. Join the library, read some books. Don't go to school. School's Everyone the worst at school bit. is just desperate to leave school. Yeah. And also, there's shitheads in there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. You're ancient. Why do you want to hang out with some fucking teenagers? Well, to be fair, if you've been, if you've been a cave... <laughs> I was going to say if you've been in a cave. <laughs> if you've been a cave for like 200 years. I don't know when the pilgrims were. He's Longer. been a cave since then? Longer he did explain that. how he got to be the cave. Well, Is that because it didn't make any sense? It didn't really make any sense. It was because... It was like the spirits of the cave and then he sacrificed himself to save his dad but then his dad instantly forgot him because then later Nicoletta says, well, I'll sacrifice myself for you and then he says, no, because then I'll forget you. Yeah. It doesn't really make I a lot of sense. I just glossed over it because I thought it was boring, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's a bit pointless. That's yeah. true. I um, feel like the mechanics of stories, I don't really care. Like, as long as it sort of makes sense. but this, It doesn't. Not only does it spend ages explaining it, it also doesn't make sense, which is my least favourite combination. Yeah, that's the Christopher Pike combination right there. Yeah, you're going to spend fucking 40 pages of backstory telling me about something and it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why have I wasted my life? Why? Um, can I bring up another terrible bit of dialogue oh my god please someone at some point one of the singers says you know what let's do (laughs) (laughs) i quite like that you know what let's say that (laughs) do they maybe not that exact thing but you know you know what let's do that is an you know what anagram of a sentence (laughs) that's not they're not in the right order do you know what let's do let's do this no, it's weird, isn't do it? Do you know what we'll do? Maybe it's a local What thing. shall we do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's do. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get away I kind of like it. <laughs> Don't start saying that. It I'm going to start me. saying it now. I'm it will drive saying. me absolutely loopy. Also, I have to say, unfortunately, as in a lot of these books, there's quite a lot of body and food shaming. My body reacted it to did. that by making that my usual Your body was noise. like, food, you say? What? <laughs> Because someone's described as slim and beautiful, as if these two things ha- must have to be, be the connected. Same, yeah. And also she refers to fattening snacks and how she doesn't want to have fattening snacks. Yeah. Mm. And at one point she just has orange juice for breakfast. Yeah. It's not enough to get you through, girl. No. She's been asleep for eight hours. That's going to really just make your blood sugar rocket yeah, and then crash. Yeah, you'll be starving by half eleven. Yeah. Even soon, well, it depends what time my breakfast is. That's true. If I had that at seven, I would be hungry at eight, probably. I'd be hungry at five past seven. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, here's our bullet points. Stupid names. I mean, do I even need to go into that? Jethro. Jethro. It's Christo. Nick- you, why aren't you more troubled by Nicoletta Storms? Because uh, that's what I've come to expect <laughs> from CBC. But Jethro. Jethro. Oh, it just offends me on all possible levels. I can't be attracted to a it's Jethro. horrible. Yeah, it's bad. Scarecrow boy. So, American things. This choir. There's some, like, choir jokes, which I didn't get. Like, there was this thing about, oh, you know how sopranos are dumb? And I was like, are they? And then an alto is so low that they could be a tenor. And I'm like, is that a joke? I don't... What are they words? I don't know what that is. What are these things? You could have put any random sounds in there 
You know what, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, let's joke about. I don't. Sopranos. You can't be cool in an acquire in British high schools. No, fuck no. no. I don't know if you can be cool and be in any clubs, really. No. You, yeah, we don't have them. Don't really have clubs. You well, don't? There's like sports teams, but I don't, I don't, they don't really have a lot of consequence. Yeah, we had like art after school. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, it make us cool. No. Probably made us lame. <laughs> 90s things. Nicolette has got a perm. Oh, I gosh, really, really hope it's a spiral perm. Oh, yeah. It couldn't be anything It else. has to be a spiral poem. I'm just picturing it. No one just doesn't want to put a hat on. Who'd want to cover that? <laughs> <laughs> so then her parents also reminisce about their childhood, which had, quote, no answering machines or instant replays. And I was like, but now old people's childhood is answering machines and instant replays. And instant replays, replays yeah. Instant replays. Instant that replay. a... <laughs> That being a thing. So that... What will we say? Well, our, our childhood wasn't all floppy disks. <laughs> Immediate self-projection. All oh, right, I thought life. we were saying what it, what it, oh, yeah. Social media? No, yeah, I guess it was. I already think now I'm so glad there wasn't really social media until I was 18. Oh, God, yeah. I don't want to be a 12-year-old and on social media. No, because I would like have put twatty thing. videos of myself on YouTube. Yeah, me too. You know I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would regret them. Yeah, Every me day. too. Yeah. I would have had to change my name. Okay, fashion. Oh my God. Can I read out the one that you're definitely going to read out as well? Go on. A scarlet ski jacket with silver trim. Charcoal grey pants tucked into white boots with fur lining. She could be in twins with that. What's with the CBC <laughs> and she a loves ski suit? a ski suit. What's a fucking ski At suit? At least it's not tartan. Is it? <laughs> and velvet. <laughs> velvet. Whatever it is. Scarlet ski jacket with silver trim. Charcoal grey pants. That doesn't even match. No. What's happening? I mean, we live in a cold country. I don't have a ski suit. No. Is that a thing that people have? I did have proper snowboarding equipment when I lived in an actual arctic country yeah that's true actually because my brother lives in toronto and it's fucking cold there. it is my friend sent me a video it was minus 29 where she was the other day <sighs> i think yeah. ross said it was like minus 15 or something yeah oh shout out to Jean as well who does our logo yeah who's my brother's girlfriend that's why we did a shout out that wasn't just random I'm having a snow day right now yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah i think there's a snowstorm yeah it's mm-hmm. crazy the thing is once you get below minus 10 it, it's no colder it's just about how quickly you die oh god <laughs> it really is I remember um, thinking, because someone said to me, oh yeah, it's like minus 20 in Canada. And I was like, it can't be minus 20. That's mm-hmm. like the Arctic. It but, is yeah. the Arctic. People always say Scotland's cold. It doesn't get that fucking cold. It isn't cold. cold. Yeah, that's how I feel yeah. about it. Um, did you have any more fashion? Uh, yes, I had a filmy black gauze skirt, a black turtleneck and silver jewellery, which is to me so 90s. Yeah. That's like Tori Amos. Yeah. 90s Tori Amos. That is what she would wear. With the perm. With the poem. Oh my word. With the spiral poem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, queer subtext. Because I've got... I didn't get into this earlier because I wanted to keep it for the queer subtext part. Christo. Let me talk to you about Christo. He has only female friends. He's very affectionate. And quote, To him, girls seemed to be just one generic collection of the opposite sex. He's a gay man. Is he? (laughs) He is as gay as the day's (laughs) dog. Yeah. Gay is a free ride on a merry-go-round, is that one? <laughs> Christo Gaiman. 
Oh yeah. He's as gay as a bag of hats. He'll do really well in the gay community as well because he's very handsome and he's quite buff. Yes. And he's got, I imagine, quite a baby face. And unthreatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yep. he'll, once he discovers why he hates being in the cave so much, I think he'll have a great time. And he's only asks Nicoletta out when she has shown interest in another man. So he's obviously like, doesn't find any of the girls attractive, but he's like, oh, that's the one that boys like. And then he becomes obsessed with the caveman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> okay. So, yep, yeah, calling it. He Christo is a gay man. Prefers the company of men. <laughs> okay, do we have a too stupid to love heroin? I want to tell you about all the times in this book that Nicoletta cries. <clears throat> she sees a big rock. She cries. She puts her hand on a rock and her hands falls into the snow. She cries. She gets a blood pressure cuff put on her and it's too tight. <laughs> and she cries. And then at one point, this is my favourite, I want you to picture this. She's holding a stick. She shakes her hand to get rid of the stick, but it's stuck to her glove and she cries. <laughs> so she goes, and she can't get the stick off her glove. And so she cries. Is she five? Is she five years old? I mean, it would make sense as to why she's in love with a rock. <laughs> she cries if there's a stick on her glove. actually five years old. Yeah, yeah. Is there a sexy sociopath? He is so fucking boring. He really is. Why does she fancy him? He's, I'm not even going to say again that he's stinky and sandy, but he's just boring. Like, they have no conversations. What does she like about him? He's not good looking. He's not charming. He's, he's not smart. He's quite nice. He spends most of the no, thing trying not, to be like, get away not, for your own nice. safety. He's just not actively horrible. Maybe is that true. enough? Is our women's standards so low yes. that if someone is not actively malicious, we think that they're nice? Yes. Fuck. That is exactly the case. Fucking hell. Yeah. I'm afraid. Tragic. <laughs> really this story is. is a tragedy on many levels. So he's not a sociopath at all? No. Death Toll is none? Well, him... Is he dead? Oh, yeah. Is well, he... was he alive well, in the first die? place? He would, that would, he would have to have some sort of No, the hunters system. die. Oh yeah, that's true too. The two hunters die and he dies, Jethro dies. Where does Jethro go when the cave is? I liked your butterfly <laughs> hand gesture there. Where? I, I, yeah, I don't care actually, I don't care. No, I don't, don't care. Uh, is it good? Oh. I've put one, five, who fucking knows? <laughs> is it great? Is it terrible? I don't even know anymore. I find it quite boring. Oh, I loved it. Of course you did. But I mean, did... Is it good though? No, not like, a lot happens. Not really. It's not really good. It doesn't really make sense. I'm going to give it a two for good. Yeah. And then I'm going to give it a four for good bad. <laughs> because it is just fucking nuts. I would give it a nuts. five for good bad. Oh, it's not as she good as perfume. She can't get the stick off her glove and she cries. Oh, no, I won't, <laughs> I won't be taking above four. He's a rock. He's a man. Made of rock. Oh. Come on, five. But it's not, it doesn't live up to that promise. It yeah. doesn't, not enough good weird shit happens. There's no, there's no rock fucking, is that what you're saying? No one is fucking a rock, and that's all I came here for today. I'm all about penetration today. I'm sure you could find pictures of someone fucking the rock. I bet you can't. No, maybe he's had them for the internet. Ones. Yeah. Not real ones. He's too much of a gent. <laughs> that we've just decided I've that just about decided. Him. I just like him. What did I you don't give like it? him as much as Vin Diesel, though. Oh, my God. Get out. What you mean is as much as Vin Diesel likes him? No! 
<laughs> well, I don't know how they feel about each other. Um, what are you giving it for good? I feel like because I'm caught between one and five, I'll have to give it three. Okay. I'm but I'll, give it I want to give it five for good, bad. Okay, I'm going to give it four. But is it as good as the perfume? Not. Okay, no. four. Okay. I'm going to give it yes. a three and then a four. Yes. That'll, well, in that case, you me. have to bump your two up to a three. No, that isn't. That's how it works. <laughs> that's literally how compromise works. I did not agree to compromise. Compromise is not you have what you want and the other person changes their mind. Well, that's how I do it. <laughs> well, not here. Okay, I'll bump it up to okay, a three. Thanks. There we go. Whatever. What um, are we doing next week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And is it too late to not do it? <sighs> Unfortunately, we've read. <laughs> so shit! Oh my god. Unfortunately, we've we've read the book Call Waiting by R.L. Stein. It's unfortunate for everyone involved. And this is what we'll be covering in the next episode. To all of our detriment, to the detriment of the quality of life in general, of all of our <laughs> listeners and us, and the the just everything is dragged down by. Anyway, so I won't give it away I feel how like we feel. I've lost <laughs> quite a significant bit off the end of my life. I feel like I've lost any lingering it. respect for R.L. Stein. I didn't even know you had any. I mean, I had a basic human level of respect, and now that's gone as well. I mean, I'm not saying he deserves to die. No. I'm just saying I wouldn't go out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if you said to me, does he deserve to have all his career earnings removed from him, I would be signing that petition. Yeah. So tune in next week to see how we feel about um, Robert. <laughs> Robert. If Robert. it makes you feel better, call waiting also only cost me 40p. Good. It should, they should have paid you I probably to take should it have off bought a Mars bar instead. <sighs> Even if it wasn't a whole Mars bar. Just oh a gosh. bit of a Mars bar. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So. Join us. Please do. How can people get us between now and then, Kirsty? They can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore or on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And if they want to support us and be a friend of the podcast, they can join us on Patreon. You can give whatever you have spare at the moment is great and helps us to keep the podcast running, um, pay for the various things that we need to pay for that we didn't realise that you had to buy when you have a podcast. So that really, really helps us out a lot. And um, you can do that. And if you donate at $5 or more a month, you are an official meatloaf. And you get a special bonus episode uh, every single month. Where we torture ourselves by reading Christopher Pike or similar. Christopher Pike is the only person who I think we hate equal or even more than Robot Stein. For different reasons as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we hate them. We've done some pretty fun ones too, though. We have. Yeah, but also... But if not, don't worry. You should still be getting your weekly dose of whatever the fuck this is. Yes. Weekly (laughs) dose of waffles. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.